Hey guys, this is Latoya L. Wallace, your tax and bookkeeping specialist. Look guys, today I just want to get on. I just want to share some small bookkeeping tips for beginners. Why? Because as a tax and bookkeeping specialist, there is several areas when it comes to small business owners, when it comes to operating as a business that I have found many struggle with. This is an area that many struggle with. And a lot of times it's just due to the not having uh, the capacity to be able to outsource um, for assistance when it comes to their bookkeeping and when it comes to their finances. Um, a lot of times it comes to just not getting a clear understanding on what they should or should not do when they start, uh, start out as a small business owner, just different things of that nature. And so I found these tips to be effective. Uh, these were tips that I actually had to incorporate myself because I started out as a small business owner in several different things that I have ventured out to do. And some of these uh, tips I had to literally apply myself because they were some, some things that I even struggled myself with. And so I want to share these tips with you guys. It's I only today, I only want to share eight. Um, I want to share eight tips on today. And I'm just going to give you these tips um, and then just kind of get off, right? And so the first tip that I want to share is keep business and personal banking separate. I know that sounds like someone should automatically know that when they open up a business or when they want to start a business, right? You would think that's something that business owner would automatically know to do, but they don't. There are many don't. I have encountered many that don't. I have encountered many who have had small businesses or operated as a business for several years and doing so out of their personal account. So this is the first tip I will share. Keep your business and your personal banking separate. You want to get a business account and separate your personal finances from your business finances. You want to separate your personal expenses from your business expenses. You want to keep those things separate from the beginning, right? It, it doesn't cost nothing. Some banks, most banks, if you have already a business relationship with them or a um, personal relationship with them, it's very easy to open up a business account. Once you register your business, go ahead. That, that next step is to open up a business account. But here's another thing that I like to tell people. Not only just set up the business account, what you can do is set up a business savings account because you want to set up a business, a savings account. And if you can, right from the beginning, start setting up an a auto debit or an auto withdrawal to go into that savings account. Because here's the thing that small business owner do not set up from the beginning payments for their taxes, right? So this is a good tip that small business can do. You can set up a business savings account and you can automatically have that that um, from your earnings from your business, you can automatically have those funds set over into that account. So when it comes to paying your quarterly taxes, you will already have the funds set aside. It will already be in a business account. You will already have your business checking account set up to where those funds are being transferred right over out of sight, out of mind, and when it comes to paying your quarterly taxes, you already have the funds there. When I say this is a struggle for a lot of small businesses, paying their, making tax payments on time, you would not believe it. So that is the first tip that I want to give you guys. Keep 
business and personal banking separate. Separate your business from your personal. Separate your business from your personal, right? And there's some other things that I'm going to talk about later in later videos in regards to just that alone, because then you have PayPal, for example, you may have already had a PayPal account set up and it was personal. Now you have a business, but you're using your personal PayPal account for business activity and business transactions. That is another thing you want to keep separate, right? All of that you have to take into account. And so the second tip that I want to give is you have to understand or be able to recognize business versus personal expenses. Business versus personal expenses. And see how to do that. One of the things we can do, because a lot of times we use our personal account for our business transactions, or a lot of times we use our business account for our personal transactions, right? We want to keep those things separate. So not only just a business account and a separate uh, a personal account, but your expenses as well. One of the things that you can do, one of the things that you can incorporate, you can set up a withdrawal from your business account into your personal account and take those funds for personal use. That is a great way to be able to keep track of, separate your business transaction from your personal transactions. Let me give you a perfect example. If you work for a company and you get paid every two weeks, your direct deposit go into your personal account, correct? You take those funds and use them for personal things, personal expenses that you have whether it be pay your utility bills or whatever whatever the case it may be. You use those funds for that. Those were funds that was given to you by your um, company, right? By the company that you work for. Same thing applies for small business. You are a small business owner. You are an employee of your company, right? So what you want to do is set up a withdrawal. One way to do that is set up a withdrawal to go into your personal account. That way you can use those funds that you have paid yourself to, that you have given to yourself for whatever personal reason or whatever personal use that you want to do them for, right? Why do you want to do this? Business owners need to know and recognize what type of expenses can be claimed against the profit to reduce taxes, right? So you have to be able to understand what is tax deductible, deductible or not. And if you're mingling and mixing these expenses, it's hard to be able to do that. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I have a lot of clients who I do bookkeeping for and they travel a lot, right? I have clients that travel a lot. Well, you're traveling on a business assignment, on a business, um, for business purposes. You're traveling for business purposes, but you uh, bring your wife along with you, right? So you get the tickets for, you, you just make the transaction out of your business account. Well, that portion of those, that travel, that portion that is your wife, in some instances, you have to separate that. Because her portion of her ticket or her airfare is not considered business. Your portion could be considered business, but her portion cannot be considered business. So hers cannot be, cannot reduce your taxes. It's possible that those cannot be a tax deductible, right? And so these are some of the things that I have come across with clients that I have to separate or I have to, um, or it just ultimately cannot be tax deductible because of how the transaction was made. So you want to make sure your business expenses are separate from private or personal expenses, right? Another reason is just to give an understanding of what 
business expenses are, they are directly related to the operation of the business. And this is, it goes towards, again, producing income that is tax deductible. It produces the income that is tax deductible. So you want to make sure that the expense that you are um, encountering in your business account is directly related to the operation of the business. So that in itself can produce the income that becomes tax deductible. I find this to be such a area, um, such a tedious area that um, it is a struggle. It comes. It becomes a struggle for a lot of small business clients, right? Um, what else is with that? An expense that is for owners. Personal pleasure is not tax deductible. Given going back to the example that I just gave in regards to the travel, you're on a business uh, trip and you're on a business trip, but yet you uh, travel. Your wife is accompanying you, or your family is accompanying you. This is such a common thing. Your family is accompanying you, but you are there for business, uh, for a business meeting. You could be there for um, whatever it is pertaining to the company pertaining to the company itself, right? So her portion is not tax deductible. Your portion is tax deductible. But to simplify that, as I stated before, separate the transactions or transfer the funds, make the withdrawal from your business account for their portion of the travel into their personal account and then you book their travel that way. That way the business portion Remember, I said set up a withdrawal from the business account. So the business portion becomes tax deductible, right? So we don't want to mix personal expenses with business expenses overall. The third small business tip that I want to give you guys, um, the third tip is to organize your business documentation. Organize your business documentation. Yes, back in the day, I have been doing taxes, like I said, well over 10 years. But prior to that, I was in banking for 15 years. Everything was paper. Everything was manual, right? We are in a different time. We are in a different age to where we need to automate everything, right? We do not have to keep stacks and stacks and stacks of paper. We have smartphone now, we have iPhones, all these different things that we can use to be able to uh, keep our documentations in order. You can scan everything right from your phone. You can pick up your phone and just scan everything. So all of your business documentation can be set up by an app. You can get a uh, project management or a management app that can manage your documentations. Google Docs, for example, is absolutely great. Um, or Dropbox or whatever cloud base that you would use. You can use that from the comfort of your phone and that will allow you to um, keep your documents in order. So we want to organize your business documentation. You want to make sure those things are in order. You want to make sure all your paperwork is in order. Everything is up to date. When it comes to your receipts, you can scan your receipts and you can take a picture of your receipts and you can email them to yourself and scan them into your accounting system. Things are so much more easier now and way less manual than it was times before, right? So we want to make sure we do that too. 
We want to keep track. The fourth tip is to keep track of all cash payments that need to be recorded put into the account. For example, I'll give you my example. Um, aside from me being a tax and bookkeeping specialist, I am an author as well. And so a lot of times I have my books with me and wherever I go, um, whether it's an event or whether it's someone that I just encountered on the street that have seen my book or want to get a copy of my book. A lot of times, one of the things that I had to stop doing, because one of the things that um, what was happening is I would sell the book right on hand, right on demand. I would sell the book right then and there and I would take the cash. Well, a lot of times I will forget to deposit the cash into the business account. And so I'll have this cash on hand and then I will need to do a business transaction. And because I have the cash on hand, I would use the cash that I had and instead of depositing it into the account, right? That is not a good way of, that is not a good bookkeeping um, habit that you want to do. You want to, any cash for any type of product or service that you do, if you receive cash for as a form of payment, you want to deposit that cash into that business account because you have no record of it. You can't account for it. I mean, some may give out receipts and things of that nature, but you want to account for that cash. You want that cash to be reported on your financial reports, right? And so you want to deposit the cash. So any type of cash payments that you have, put that cash into an, your business account. Into your business account, not your personal, into your business account because it needs to be recorded, right? It needs to be recorded. And so that's the fourth tip. Number five, learn to understand your monthly bookkeeping reports. A lot of a lot of clients do not understand it. And why would you if that's not your lane, if that's not your area, correct? That's why we have uh, accountants. That's why you have bookkeepers. That's why you have tax advisors. That's why you have financial analysis, right? Because the financial reporting, that could be foreign language to you. You not really understanding what that is. So a good tip that I would like to give is just get a simple basic understanding of how to even read your bookkeeping reports, your financials that you uh, receive on a monthly month basis or a quarterly basis. But if you're doing this on your own as a small business or you're doing this starting out, this is something that you want to familiarize yourself with. This is something that you want to um become knowledgeable about and just understanding the, the reports. And so there's two reports. There's a uh, balance sheet and there's a profit and loss, an income statement in other words. Income statement and a balance sheet. Your balance sheet shows your assets, your liabilities, and your equity. It tells the financial story of your company. This is what your balance sheet does. So any event you want to expand in your company, any event that you want to um, if you have access in your company and you want to know the value of those and you want to know your bottom line number in the event, a balance sheet is something that you would use. A balance sheet is a report that you would want to familiarize yourself with when it comes to making a business transactions or uh, inquiring an acquisition on something. Things of that nature. You want to be able to do that. So you want to understand your monthly bookkeeping record reports, right? The other uh, report I said is a profit and loss statement. This one, I want you to be very become very familiar with. Again, some of these tips I said you can apply to your to your uh, personal account as well. You want to apply to those personal accounts as well. So when you get those monthly statements, when you get your personal monthly statements, and you don't do that reconciliation on the back of it, 
that's kind of, you know, I'll give you a picture of where you are, your profit and loss. You know, that's kind of how you can kind of start out doing that by doing a reconciliation. But people don't do that. People do not do that. So profit and loss statement is one that you can come. It's a time period. If you want to know how what your what your PL is for a specific time, it can be a month, it can be a quarter, you can expand it out for a whole year, you can expand it out over just a, a six years, like over a time frame right and so this shows your bottom number this shows your profit as well as your expenses and whether you're profitable or where you're not this is what your income statement or your PL profit and loss statement is so you want to get an understanding of that and you want to be able to know what you're looking at Another reason that you want to get an understanding of this statement because it plays a major factor in calculating your tax rate. It plays a major factor, not your tax rate, in your taxes that will become due. It plays a factor in how much you will be paying in taxes, right? So you want to make sure you understand that. Uh, the other thing, number six, automate whatever you can. Automate whatever you can. Going back to documentation, Automate whatever you can. Whatever accounting system that you have, you want to make sure that it has the capacity to be able to automate or be able to integrate other systems that you may or may not use. Um, manually, we all did it in Excel with Excel spreadsheets, uploading Excel spreadsheets. Well, now the way the cloud-based and technology has evolved on so many different levels, it's easier to automate. It's easier to integrate. So you want to get you a good accounting system that will allow you to be able to do those things for the type of business that you have that is uh, custom to your business you want to be make sure you be able to do that as well number seven you want to perform regular financial checkups you want to perform regular financial checkups because a lot of times I have come across small business you ask them questions in regards to their reports where they're standing and they cannot tell you anything you know as a CEO, as a CFO, a lot of times, and it's not so much as a bad thing because you that's the purpose of you hiring or trusting a bookkeeper or an accountant to be able to do those things for you. But when I say perform a regular financial checkup, you know, just check to make sure that the numbers are what they should be. Just check to make sure that everything is getting captured. You know, you want to just put your eyeballs on your financial status and your financial story yourself, you know. Aside from what you have, your uh, the accountant or the bookkeeping doing as well, right? The last bookkeeping tip that I want to give small business owners, and again, these are for those who are just starting out. Um, this is very basic, just for beginners or you know uh, that beginners can incorporate into their uh, business. The last and final thing is stay on top of tax deadlines. You want to stay on top of tax deadlines. The IRS website has a tax calendar, actually. They have a tax calendar that you can actually use or go by. Or if you have your bookkeeper and your accountant, you want to make sure that all of that is integrated as well. Because um, when comes that time around, when you're going back to that business savings account that you set up, so you can have those automatic withdrawals going into that account, so it can be able to pay your taxes, right? Make your tax payment. The calendar will give you when it's due because you don't want to get stuck with fines. You want, don't want to get stuck with late payments, with penalties when it comes to your taxes. So you want to have a good grip on that from the beginning. 
So that way, what you incorporate from the beginning, it, it can take you the rest of your business as you continue to grow and continue to expand in your business, right? And so these are the tips that I wanted to give you guys. And I will say, last but not least, get help. If you do not know what you're doing, if you do not understand this part of the business, get help, right? Get help. And the best way I would say, one of the best ways I would say to be able to get help is to reach out to my company, Latoya L. Wallace Tax and Accounting Services. This is what I do. This is what I am experienced in doing. And this is something that I am passionate about is helping small businesses to a financial freedom, a way of living financially free by first understanding their own finances and expand on that, right? And so I hope that these tips were, um, I hope that, th that you can be able to take these tips. You can be able to activate these tips. If you haven't already, I hope it gives you a better understanding on these tips. Um, these tips give you a better understanding on just how understanding how bookkeeping works and just the uh, simple mechanics of, you know, business transactions versus personal transaction, business accounts versus personal accounts and the different things, just get an overall better understanding of that. I hope that this video has done that for you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. Um, and until next time, go ahead and check out my website, www.latoyalwallace.com. Look me up on all social media platforms. I am available. And until the next tip, talk to you later. <laughs>